Hey everyone, Jin back with another episode of Star Wars Visions for y'all. Uh, this is episode 7, The Elder. Um, so with this one, I... There's a lot that goes into this one too. So anyway, the synopsis for this one is... A Jedi and his Padawan pursue a dark and power, powerful presence. Um, now they are actually out on like the outer rim so to speak, of the uh, of stuff. They call these the outer planets, um, which is one of the reasons why I said in one of the other ones that if you really were going to say that there are no more Jedi, have you actually checked every everywhere for there to be anymore? Um, you know, obviously, Jedi were kind of becoming a dying breed at some point, but you had to realize that like watching the Mandalorian, watching other things like that, um, you do realize that most of these other characters and whatnot that are here are actually um, characters that are, are closer than what we think. Um, and the Force is always going to live on, obviously. Um, it's just up to who's dark and who's not. Um, but getting into this one, this one was made by... Uh, Trigger Studio, we had one of them on the last one, um, not the last one, on the Twins episode, which was um, Trigger Inc. So this is kind of like a sister company to them. This is uh, Trigger Studios, though. And this one is by uh, Masahiko Otsuka. Uh, I didn't get a chance to look up anything that he did before that, but he's done a lot of it. And between Mesahiko Etsuka and um, Hiroyuki Imoishi, both of them were actually founding members of kind of the Trigger, um, the Trigger brand, I guess. And that's why it's Trigger Studio and Trigger Inc. <coughs> now, um, with this one... It starts out, and we get where things are. That's what I think I like about all of these ones, is everybody made theirs so different. Like, there's plenty of it that goes hand in hand. But the idea that they wanted to put into it, it's almost like everybody had a chance to talk to each other and say, hey, you know, I want to do one like this, and I want to do one like this, and I want to do one... Okay, well, don't let me step on your toes. Um, because this one, the influence that Masahiko had were on the Jedi and the Padawan kind of um, relationship. Uh, you know, how we had Qui-Gon Jinn and Obi-Wan Kenobi and how they were with movie one and how Qui-Gon had all of these influences over Obi-Wan. And then after that, you know, we have uh, Obi-Wan and Anakin Skywalker and their influences and how it happens and going from there. Um, Obi-Wan or at that time, I guess, Ben Kenobi and Luke Skywalker, uh, Yoda and Luke Skywalker, uh, at different points, just the different people that had different masters, um, Anakin and Ahsoka. I mean, really going into that, that, Jedi Master and the Padawan um, type of relationship. And it's really nice. I think I really enjoy uh, this part as well. Um, I think this one gets 
pretty far away from what we consider um, a norm for part of this stuff because, um, you know, we have two different type race people in this as the Master Padawan that don't exactly seem like um, Asian characters, even though they are done up in an Asian style, um, which I think I enjoy... I enjoy this one a lot because of those reasons. It's a lot different than all of our other ones. It's not an alien. It's not, it's, you know, different races that we actually have that do exist. It was, um, I think a lot better in that aspect, but they're going to these outer worlds, outer limits and trying to cover this stuff. Now, um, the beginning part though, they're kind of having this talk on the ship about, What's going on? Uh, both of them feel this dark presence at one point. Um, you know, what to look out for, kind of a training regiment, kind of the Padawan joking with the master, different things like that. Um, and it, it does make it nice where you know this. You know that they get along together. You know how they talk to each other and different things like that. Um, I would kind of say it's almost like how All Might and and Deku talk. You know, you get that kind of cross banter uh, later on after Deku gets stronger and All Might loses his power a lot more to the extent that um, he can only turn into All Might for a few few moments. You know, the superhero All Might. Um, that's one of the things with this episode I think made it very uh, casual, down to earth, things like that. And... The uh, other thing is, is we start out with them flying to a location. You know, they have this kind of mission, just checking to see if everything's okay and whatnot. Um, and they go to this planet where they feel this dark presence. <coughs> and things get pretty weird. Um, they go down, they have to stick with the traditions. You know, the master's been to this planet a few times before. He knows, he brings up some of the food that he they should try and... Um, that he's had before and how the kids are and different things. And I love this little scene that we have right here where the master's going to talk to people, telling them, Hey, you know, we landed here. We wanted to let you guys know, um, was there somebody else that landed here? Different things like that. So he gets this information, but one of the other things that makes it more human, I feel like is the fact of when we are where we are, uh, with the Padawan and he's sitting there, and there's kids looking out from around this barn, and there's three of them. And he starts, he like winks at them. And then they kind of like wink back. And then he kind of like does a movement, and the kids run off. And, or hide behind the barn. And then they kind of come back. And then he kind of does this other thing where he snickers, and they do it too. And it's kind of this mimicry of the kids, and how the paddle, the Padawan act. And it makes it really just kind of happy-go-lucky fun to really see that, to see that this guy is uh, sitting there kind of making friends at a distance um, with these kids and stuff that are kind of like freaked out, I guess, to an extent of not knowing anybody. So uh, we have that. The master comes back. They actually bring up, you know, how everything is and that... Uh, there was a ship that was flown out there 
and that this guy went up into the mountains. I don't know what he's going to do. Um, obviously, uh, when we watched the creator interview, we kind of knew what he was doing up there, which was supposed to be practicing, um, and knew that he could do it somewhere like this planet, uh, where people wouldn't actually catch him, wouldn't know him, uh, because he is an old guy and, um, he, he looks straight out of like some of the, um, little Asian movies and stuff that we have that came over like a little old grandpa kind of guy. Um, I like the style of how he looks and stuff as well. Um, and he comes in in a robe and all this other stuff. Um, but they can feel his presence as of right now. And we kind of get down to this one thing. Um, I think the master was feeling a little bit ill and the Padawan says, uh, you know, we should split up master, you know, in case we miss the guy, um, we can go to the mountain and then we can go to the ship. And he says, well, master, let me go up here to the mountain. He goes, you know, um, you're tired, you're older and all this other stuff. You're losing energy. You check out the ship over down over here. Cause you won't have to worry about it too much. And I will go up on this mountain to go find the guy. Um, and so he does say, Hey, you will probably want a guide from here and we will go from there and see what exactly happens <coughs> moving forward from all of that stuff. So we do have where they do go their separate ways, Master and Padawan, to complete missions and uh, stuff like that of going to check out the spaceship and going to find this old guy. Um, because his presence is hidden and nobody can figure out exactly what. I mean, he's got to be a Sith, but we don't know if there's anything else involved with it. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Hey everyone, we are back um, with Star Wars Visions, Episode 7, The Elder. Um, this is made by the Trigger Studio, not Trigger Inc., um, but uh, Masahiri, or Masahiko was one of the founding um, members of Trigger before, I guess, it split up like this. Um, but he does bring up this little instance. He goes, if you watch the twins, which is episode three, he says, if you watch the twins, you see one side of the studio, which is Gurren, Logani, Kill a Kill, things like that. Uh, on the other side, he goes, if you watch the elder, the elder is the other side of our studio. That's kind of the big part to it. You can see the beauty, the elegance, um, the detail, all of this other stuff. And it's not as uh, gung-ho as the other one is, but it still leaves such a big impression. Um, and that's that's what he told us, you know, um, about how Trigger has expanded out from both these uh, sets of ideas. Um, now, one thing that we do know, somebody kind of brings it up and lets us know a little bit, and he lets us know, um, that's why I'm kind of upset I didn't get to look about what else he's done. Um, but he is actually retiring from the anime uh, world or the animator world. Um, he's like, you know, I'm old enough now and is going to do this. And he said, jokingly said that maybe the only thing that would bring him back is if he got to do some more animated stuff for Star Wars, um, which could could happen. Who knows? Um but he is actually retiring after, or retired 
after this was completed, after it got aired and everything else from Disney+. Plus. So I don't know if we'll have anything else from Trigger Studios come back out, um, you know, with his retirement or whatnot, from him at least. Um, but, you know, it, it was really cool to actually know that this was one of his last works that he did um, and that there's a slew of other ones out there that he's probably worked on that go hand in hand with this one on animation and everything else that we would be able to pick out and be like, Hey, this is one of his works. Um, but hopping back into the actual thing here, um, the elder, you know, we last left off where our Padawan split up to go to the mountains and our, uh, master Jedi went to go look at the ship. Um, the people show him the ship. And when we look at this, it is very like, the master walks all the way up to it, but it's very like, we probably only had to look at it. When we looked at it, we probably knew whose it was, you know, it had to be a Sith guys, uh, because it gut does have this weird menacing look. Um, and it's, it was a kind of a new brand or setup of how the ship was supposed to look, which is actually really cool. Um, in my book, and especially, seeing how we have a bunch of different stuff, well, how all the ships work and things like that in Star Wars, it's, I don't think, out of the realm of possibility to be different, but it is pretty crazy to see all of that other stuff with it. Now, um, the Padawan goes up and he is looking around. He sends the, the kids off because they're his guide. Um, I think he gives them some candy and they leave. And he sees that somebody had cut this beast that lived on the mountain. Um, they cut his, its throat and his master originally told him, Hey, if you go up there, make sure to watch out for this one particular creature, because if not, it, it may attack. It might kind of quarter sort of could have eat you. Um, but just watch out. So he goes up there, he looks at it. Um, the neck's been cut, cauterized automatically by the blade of a lightsaber and he turns around after kind of, uh, you know, communicating back to that, that now there is this, uh, menacing presence, which his master gets in contact again with him first and says, you know, what is it is I think this guy's here and it, it starts out a fight with him fighting this guy, which we do see how Padawans do have to go and do their training. They have to do all this other stuff because this guy did kind of come out of nowhere, pull his cloak off, and has kind of these two, um, I want to say katanas, but they're shaped more like machetes or um, scimitars with less of a curve. It's like more of a curve than a katana, but less of a curve than a scimitar. So I don't, I don't know. But he's got two blades and fights him, really hurts our Padawan as the master is going up there. Um, they fight, the master gets somewhat hurt, the guy gets somewhat hurt, and he tells him, hey, you know, I would have loved for us to have had this fight when we were younger, um, because you would probably not have been able to have beaten me at that point. He goes, right now with me being older, that's the problem, and, and this Keep this in your memory banks because this actually spills over for the end of this. Um, but they go hardcore at each other and 
yes, the elder just can't keep up with the master. Um, even though the master got nicked and dinged and some other stuff here and there. Um, and we see this really kind of crazy sword thingy happen. Um, if you've ever seen where um, somebody goes to stab another person with a sword and they break it off uh, about the middle and then turn around and stab the person in the neck. That's kind of what this looks like. Except instead of that, we have the thrust of the lightsaber hilt. Um, he already did destroy one of the guy's swords. Uh, the master did. But now he's waiting. And as the guy goes to attack him, he turns his lightsaber off and kind of does like a little bit of a spin into him. And then pushes his lightsaber straight up into the guy's chest. And we get kind of this weird moment. And I won't point this out because if you watch it, it, it feels like it's it's something that really happens. I don't know if it does or not. For me, it does. But other people, it might not. And it seems like we get this time lag where nothing's happening. Like if you really wanted to be one of those weird, like, cheesy animes, then the person would kind of look over real quick and hear like a bird chirping and see them in slow motion and you know or bees or whatever you know and their heads moving extra fast to hear all this and see all this um but he gets the sword up there and it's like we have this weird moment of like quietness everything kind of stops and then he hits the blade for it the his lightsaber to come out and it goes through the elder's chest basically taking him out of commission it's going to kill him he ends up um hitting like a car clicker or toggle and blowing up his ship and then after the guy turns back around everything the guy's clothes his lightsaber everything is just ash um and that's that's kind of where we're at with all of that now the other good thing about this one is the master does take the Padawan back to the village. They do stay there for a little while and try to get him healed up and everything. And then as they're going to leave, we have what was brought up originally from this old guy saying, oh, you know, I'm too old. I couldn't keep up, things like that. And the master kind of takes the Padawan aside and, and tells him, hey, you know, um, same thing. If He could have beaten me if he was only a little younger. And basically, you know, you have to worry about all of this stuff. At some point, you're going to grow so weak that you can't do anything. You can't use a lightsaber. You can't do anything. And he goes, that's when you'll have your own Padawan, basically, because you're you're transferring kind of your knowledge and everything to this other individual. Um, now, he kind of like lets him know that and moves forward with it. And it's kind of like, hey... You know, it's not really that big of a deal, but this is that. And he goes, you have to have all of this stuff and fear and strength and everything. Because he asks him if strength is bad. He says, no, he goes, strength is what you use to protect people. But in the end, you're going to lose it. And that was kind of a thing I think we could all think about with this. Is that Sith almost seem like they have it in their head that um, you can always go, you always win. Always have that strength. And with the Jedi, it's, you know, you have to pass it on to another person. You are not always going to have the strength. You're not always going to have this ability. So it's better to kind of 
trade it on to somebody younger that is going to be able to have that knowledge. And I think we see this really well too, um, as I've said before, with like Obi-Wan Kenobi. We got to see him with Qui-Gon Jinn. We got to see him with Anakin. Um, we got to see him with Luke. And it was kind of three different phases of his life that he went through as a Padawan, a master, and other stuff like that. So anyway, though, check this one out. It is super good as well. Um, as I said, all of these are a mixed bag of, of goodies. And um, you should check them out. Um, anyway, though, I will catch you guys later. Thanks for listening. And as always, see you next Tuesday.